for Greeny today, and now we cross talk with Carmen and Yurko here on ESPN 1000. Ah, uh, yeah. Boys, up, guys? we got uh, there's too much to do today. Now yeah. the Oscar nominations are out too. Oh. Yeah, there's yeah. Oscar nominations. There's uh, quarterback carousel. There's uh, the Hall of Fame in baseball. Maybe not letting anybody in. Wait, what? Except Fred McGriff. Yeah. Hall of Fame in baseball. Tom they Amansky. might not let anybody in. That's a story. Tom Amansky's presenting them. Hey, Tom Amansky's presenting them. What's Tom Amansky's the big hat? I don't know if he's alive or dead. Does it make a difference? The baseball and the huge hat on top. He he and the crime dog made a lot of money together. Yeah, Yeah, they did. did. Tom Mansky's still with us. I'll I'll help you guys from a producer standpoint. You're good on the baseball. We don't. But I I think it's ridiculous. No one cares. cares. You're not going to put anybody in. Potentially, trusty writers controlling something that doesn't matter. And we need to change it. And the new guardian at the gate used to be Joe Morgan. And guess who it is now? Ryan Sandberg. Exactly. Bruce Levine. Oh no, it's Rhino. Right, he's become Joe Morgan. Nobody's sure no allowed in. Gets in. They didn't wow. play the game the right they way. They didn't play it the right way. Good I'm luck. the great Ryan Sandberg. No one cares. I never, sm- I never spoke one time when I was a player, but now I speak. You should get one should've shot. should have kept your mouth That's shut. It. Yeah. You, I like that, Yurko. Go after yeah, that's him. That's why like we're going to talk about yeah. it. See, it's, it's crazy. It would put more pressure on people if, if you only gave people one shot and you didn't have a limit. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, what, are your stats, are your stats going to yeah. get better? No, they don't. It's true. Are they going to get we're worse? Sad. You either are or you aren't. When, when Jay Buhner is on the Hall of Fame ballot for 15 years, they're like, what are you doing? stupid. Here's the thing. That's true. We sat we fought to get Sandberg in. Yeah. Right? You fought to get a second baseman in besides Joe Morgan. Well, when Joe Morgan, that chicken winger, when that chicken wing Joe Morgan, and I'm talking about, you yeah, ever his, seen a chicken yeah, wing? His yeah, chicken flat uh, the left arm? Yeah, that's how his batting All right. yeah. he, he wanted to stop every other second baseman in the world from coming in. We yeah, finally got Sandberg in. Sandberg finally, we paid him at this station. We did. To go on remember, a PR tour, guys? The worst mm-hmm. 47 cents we've ever spent. What? But either way, <laughs> we did. Sandberg got in and he deserved to be in. And now he's the guy at the gates keeping everybody out. It's, it's nuts. So the uh, hell's going on? It'll be a short conversation, I think. But see, it elicits passion. But wow. I think it's it, it goes for all halls of fame. Like it goes for the NFL. Like yeah, they do it better than anybody. Though. No, 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 I know that. But I know year. if you got. But I, I'm not going to get into it whether or not Devin Hester is a hall of famer or not. But Please. the point is that I can't do but, that today. But you should <laughs> I don't get, have the energy. But don't don't put a limit on how many people can get in. <laughs> Everybody that's up after five years is up. And if you have to do two days of speeches, well, you do two days of speeches. Whatever. Who cares? The best thing you said was you get a one shot to get in because yeah, to me, interesting. Hall of Fame conversations are a yes or no. Right. You should immediately know if someone's a Hall of Famer. If you have to sit and convince yourself that someone's a Hall of Famer, they're not a Hall of Famer. Maybe in two years Hall they'll be a good, Hall of Famer. Great player, great career, won a championship. Uh, you could have the memories. But, but a Hall of Fame should be the best of the best, and all we do is dilute and what the Hall of Fames level, are. Right. When the NBA or the, the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame allows Mitch Richmond in, like, yeah. what are you doing? At no point did anyone know. sitting around in the 90s say, all right. right, list me your three best shooting guards. And people said, hey, Mitch Richmond. That never happened. So in and the, the same thing goes for any Hall of Fame. It's yes or no. Immediately. In, in the NFL, it's, you're either a Hall of Famer. Yeah. If you're not a Hall of Famer, the next level is Ring of Honor guy. Sure. You cannot yes. be a Hall of Famer, but right. still be a Ring of yes. Honor guy. But how many yes. years can you because be on the ballot Because that individual in the NFL. team. Yes. Uh, you've got to have a certain percentage of yeah, votes to thing. be able yeah. to be on the ballot. The, yes. the perfect candidate for that in this town is Lance Briggs. 
Yeah, yes. Rick Spriggs, unfortunately, Ring of is Honor not guy. a Hall of Fame. Yes. Right. Ring of Honor. Great career. Ring of Honor guy. Great. One of my favorite Bears of all time. He should be uh, celebrated by well, the franchise. Baseball, who's up there? Is Mark Burley. I'd say Olin, too. Mark. I'd say Olin and, and Lance. And Tillman. I would put and Tillman Peanut. I would agree with you. I'd and say those three. Great Bears. And for baseball, and who's up this year is Burley. Burley. He's not a Hall of Fame. No, Hall of Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Absolutely. His number. Hall of Very Great. Are they on the outfield wall still, or where they have them? No, they moved them. But Burley's Numbers retired by the Sox, so he yeah. is kind of a and ring of honor. Yeah. yeah, that's and great. that's that's where he should yeah. be. Yeah. That's right. Agreed. That's where he doesn't belongs. need to be now. On He's the other hand, get votes. I've seen people vote yeah, for he him. Will. On the other hand, what about uh, Black Jack O'Dowell? What's his name? McDowell. Black Jack McDowell. 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 Yeah. 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 McDowell. I'd say this. Here's the other thing. Uh, if you ask me the question, who's the best baseball player you've ever seen, I would answer Barry Bonds. Yes. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. He's the best baseball player that I've ever seen. Period. See what you're doing now. My favorite Period. was Griffey. You see what you're doing now. Yes. Barry Bonds is the best. He should be in the Hall of Griffey Fame. Griffey might be Celebrate. my favorite, too. My absolute favorite. Yeah, Griffey's up there time. for me. Ooh, I like that. Who's the best baseball player we've ever seen? But that's it. You guys got out of your system. Well, now see, you got two no. hours of football conversation. We will have a lot of football. We will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have Yurko try to uh, predict with me. I wanted you guys to do this too, but you're already on today. We could do it now a little bit. If I want sure. Yurko, I'm gonna rip off a bunch of quarterbacks, and I want Yurko to uh, best guesstimate or estimate uh, where yeah. they're going to end up. Okay. You want to do this now? We can do yeah. it together. I'll just say first first team that comes to your head. I love football. So first let's team do that it. comes to mind, like. You don't have to put too much thought in it if you okay. don't want. What does mm-hmm. your, your gut tell you right now as you hear these go, quarterbacks? Go. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Packers. Wait, wait. Start. Yurko, you go first. Packers. Raiders. Raiders. Packers. I'm Packers. So three of us think Packers. Abdallah's going Raiders. Yeah. yeah. And this is on the record, right? We're going to hold. This is on yeah, the record. This? Okay. Yeah. Right. I just yeah. think he's gone. I don't really like. He's not going to go to the no, NFC. You said Raiders. Yeah, you I think if, uh, you're Raiders. Whoever he's misses, gone. if Abdallah is the loser, <laughs> he has to eat at Falafel Garden with me. All right, and, next. Uh, that's going to be. The, <laughs> I'm ready. Next. All right, Tom Brady. Raiders. Ooh, uh, Fox. Fox. I like that. Give me. The 49ers. I'm going Dolphins. So we all have something different on that yeah, one. That's 49ers. Right. I like it. And I got to admit, I like Abdallah. He's going to be in the booth. Derek Carr. Miami. Texans. Carolina. Ooh, I'm going to go Saints. Again, we all have something different. I like this exercise. Jimmy G. New England. New England. That's out there. New England. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Reunited, Ooh. and it feels so good. Abdallah. Oh, uh, 49ers. 49ers. You think he's staying? Okay. Yeah. Jets. I'm with Black. I'm with. I'm saying Jets. So I got. We've got I a couple of these teams, but uh, Yurko's going Patriots. I'm going to go with Black and go say the Jets. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Oh boy. That's Miami to me. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? They were the team that traded those, right? They yeah. facilitated yeah. the yeah. deal for the Niners, and now they go Miami. out and trade for them? Yeah. Insurance. Right, Miami. Insurance. Okay. Young Jets. in case two is mine. Right. gets off again. You're going Jets? Ooh. What do you think? Saints. That's so that's where I've got too. Derek Carr. You're going Fly. Saints. Flyer. They said they take a flyer to see if he's a real quarterback. I'm going to say he stays, but I don't know how that's going to work out there. Who the hell knows? Lamar Jackson. New Orleans Saints. Damn, I love this. Yeah, I'm going to go Saints, too, because I think that's the only one left for me. We have so many different answers. I love it. Lamar Jackson. Okay, this is the only one that I I didn't have an immediate answer. I'll go Raiders. I've not said the Raiders. You haven't said Raiders? Yeah, I'm going to say he stays and goes stays at the Ravens. Baltimore. Raiders. They could franchise him for a year. They could. They could, and that would keep him with the Ravens. No, I I think there's going to be a power play. 
He's I think, I think he says, Ozzie, you know what, I'm not Ozzie interested. Let's news some guys. That's interesting. For, force a trade. Force yeah, a but, trade. If, but if he's not interested, but they're determined, they might franchise him anyway, and then he wouldn't play anywhere, potentially. Can yeah. you, you know? He might still be with the well, Ravens. be with the Raiders, but he just might not well, play. Well, if he doesn't sign his offer sheet... Right, they he's can franchise a, he's tag still him. If you again. don't sign it, you can still, franchise him again. Then you're, yeah, you're kind of true. in theory out there. He, he could force their hand that way. But once he signs it, well, sure. then it's guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, last one I have is Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones oh, and he's a me. Giant. He's a backup to a, a veteran situation. Mm. Uh, mm. If he leaves, he's a backup to a veteran situation. Is he leaving? He's still a giant. Yeah, I'd, I'd stay with the Giants. He's done enough to stay. I think Dable's, Dable's going to keep yeah. trying to Did nobody fix him. say the Carolina Panthers in any and all of this? Oh, no, no, I, think they they uh, guys did. I said Panthers for, who was it? One of the early ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think the Panthers can take a flyer I don't think I said on the Panthers. an established I think that they, guy. Yeah, I think they'll draft someone. What if the... I could see the Giants keeping him and then still drafting. I'll throw you. Yeah. I'll throw you. Mm-hmm. I'll throw you. Indianapolis Colts. Indy, interesting. I think they're going to draft someone. I think that they end up... Uh, trading with the Bears that's and drafting I someone. Too. I think that too. Maybe that's too easy Number to one. think. Yeah, but I think that's what exactly what they're going to do because it's been five years of them spinning their wheels. With and veterans. I think Ursay's had it, yeah. and they have an opportunity now. Yeah, and I think and he sees something in in Will Levis that he saw in Andrew Luck. Two of those oh, things. Boy, wouldn't that be something if he goes up <laughs> to one to get yeah, one? Well, what is that? What is that? What do you think it is? What do you think it is? Is it, is a it weird the, voice? the great is, success in college? Is yeah, that what you're saying? The great success because in college. Because Will Levis yeah. doesn't have that. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, what, what is it that he sees uh, there? cerebral. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a thinking man's yeah. quarterback. What is, he, uh, what is he seeing? I don't know. He agrees with Mel Kuyper. Jeez. He's the best quarterback well, in the draft. perfect for Indy. He's He's the most... He's not five. He looks the part he's the most, but I don't two. know. That's right. what they see. Yeah. He's well, not he's, five foot two. He he looks the part the most. That's for sure. Listen, but I, I don't Bryce know that Young, he's the best. But he's when Bryce Young and Will Anderson walked out in the Sugar Bowl, and you saw the height difference. Please, yeah. You're like he's got to throw over that guy, dude. Like no, I, I don't think so. Will I love Bryce looks Young. The part man. Well, so when you talk Bryce Young, do you think it's more likely he'll end up like Breeze because that's the comparable, Drew Breeze or Tua Tungavailoa? Because I, I think, so unfortunately, because he's so much... Guys. Well, right, but like the the way it has kind of played out is it could go one of two ways. You could turn into a Hall of Fame-level quarterback where the size doesn't necessarily matter, or the size matters because you're, get, you're getting beaten every other week to where you can't even play. I saw something, and maybe so Yurko can, can discuss this. I saw something on going around when people were talking about Bryce Young around the bowl game that... Height has nothing. When you when balls are batted down, it has nothing to do with height. It's arm release. Mm-hmm. It's where you're releasing the ball. So if he can release the ball, which he scored a ton of touchdowns in Alabama. Yeah. So if he can release the ball just fine, Drew is good at that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, it's not a height thing. So I, I mean, just feel like when you're looking to bat the ball down or get in someone's face, does it does it is it release or is it height or is it both? I think it's a combination of the two. And I you've seen guys change arm angles to make throws. Saw Purdy do it a lot this last week. So, you know, at some point you realize as a shorter quarterback that you might have to be mm-hmm. a little more creative than tall quarterbacks. But, you know, which, ba- which balls get batted down? The balls that usually get batted down are your checkdowns that are going down to a guy running a little Texas route, a little China route over the middle mm-hmm. where you're coming up under. Yep. You know, guys are clearing, and then the guy from the outside's coming in the narrow cross. Sure. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those are the ones that are, are susceptible to being batted. You're throwing a ball downfield. Those aren't usually the ones that are getting batted. That's true. Yeah, when you're, you're throwing, throwing a 17-yard yeah. 17 17 right, 17, yeah. 14, you're throwing a skinny post. Most of the time, nobody's getting their hands up to block that ball. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're Justin Fields. It, yeah, it did feel like he got like a he lot of an abnormal uh, number. Well, down. that's because the defensive lineman was like right that here. That could be too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, they were closing the gap. But most of those throws are like those throws between the numbers. I think Yurko was right. Like yeah. those shorter, yeah. intermediate throws between the numbers are the ones that I, have a. I may have in a ten-year career batted down like ten balls, maybe in ten years. Sure. One ball a year. Is that right? Yeah, maybe. Because I wasn't in the pass rush. Right, you weren't in the pass rush. In one rush, game yeah. against Eric Kramer against the Detroit Lions, I batted down three balls. Why? No I have no idea. I don't know why. Right. I wasn't getting to the quarterback. I raised my hands. He tried to throw the ball through me. I don't know why it happened. <laughs> but in that game, I had three. Who you know, knows? Do you know how many forced fumbles you had? One. Exactly. Do you know how many fumble recoveries you had? One. You had two. Oh, did I? They've got you for two. Nice. Pro football f- uh, reference has Yurko for nine sacks. We know that. They didn't keep TFLs for a lot of your career, no. which stinks, Yurko. But you know how many you thing. had in your last year in Cleveland in ten games? How many? Three? Yeah. Well, I had the record in Green Bay for a while. And they don't even keep that, though. It wasn't an official well, stat. It wasn't an official stat, but when the guy broke it, right. he broke my record. Right. It, a record the team I never kept it. Yeah, it's a record I never knew I had. But didn't like football outsiders and pro football? Didn't they go back and like they've watched all these tapes? And, well, and I'm sure and they, this is just for football, right. football reference. Yeah. They, they haven't have. put it in for yeah. pro, pro right. football reference. Yeah, Yurko's high like fourteen and a half. Yurko's high uh, AV was eight. That's pretty good, dude. I don't even know what it, it, that's it, your approximate it. value. You're, anytime oh. you're double digits, that's good. You were close <laughs> to ten. That's your war, visual. man. That's your war. That's your war. Yeah, dude. Ninety four. Did you feel like ninety four was your best year? Ninety three was my best year. So they gave you a six in your AV for ninety three. Yeah. They, their best grade on you was nineteen ninety four. Yeah, ninety three and ninety six. I played ball. Ninety six. You had a seven, yeah. my friend. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty I good. A, I was a badass mamma jamma in Jackson. Yeah, you were. For one crazy reason or another, they voted me the most valuable defensive player on that team in ninety six. Um, like the Jaguars, like the Packer Report or the Bears Insider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they did. I, I was like the eighth best guy on that team. I mean, we had some good <laughs> players. Thank God. You Wait, were you Tony friendly Brackens. with those yeah, who were covering the team? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're the nicest guy in the room, yeah. too. See? Vic Ketchman. Yeah. yeah. See? He ran it. Vic Ketchman. Yeah. You said hello to Vic every day. Well, yes. he, he told me I MVP was. MVP of the defense. I go, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> what, are so you, what are you, what are you doing? talking about? What are you talking about? I'm the guy. Maybe I'm the guy that brought a different attitude. Sure. Coughlin liked me. Maybe I'm a guy that brought something different, you know, a little more pizzazz That's to the levity. team. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Don Davey had come from a winning atmosphere in Green Bay, too. I came from a winning atmosphere. Um, maybe they liked me, but it wasn't skill level. It wasn't what was actually done on the field. Right. What was actually done on the field, I wasn't even close. Sure. Trust like, me, I don't have any... Um, you know, a greater opinion of myself of what I was as a football player. I know exactly who I was. So when he told me I was, and that same year I made second team All Pro. Yeah, that's no, right. But like, if you think about it, oh! though, like when you're when you're, oh! listen, when you're listening to the that's broadcast, right? And yeah. the broadcasters do that pregame interview, that pregame, yeah. you know, the day before. With I the was coach. always doing it. Well, you were always doing it, but also like when they ask Coughlin, like, "Hey, who's your?" Who do you think is the strongest, like the like the one guy you can't lose on defense? Like he might have been, like Yurko's the guy. He might have said Tony Bracken's and Clyde well, Simmons. <laughs> yeah, those guys were pretty good. We couldn't you? Those two guys rushing quarterback and quarterback, awfully good. <laughs> I had a wonderful irreverence for everything, and uh, Coffin appreciated it. I told you to take Coffin, call me in his office. He calls me in the office. He goes, "Listen, I want you to know your role here." He goes, "I want you to be you. You do whatever you do all the time." He goes, "I'm going to yell at you." 
I'm going to scream at you. <laughs> he goes, but that doesn't matter. You can take it. I know you can you, take it. Yeah. He goes, you. but don't change who you are. Mm-hmm. He goes, I need you to be new, you. He goes, that way I don't have to yell at everybody else. Because right. everybody else can't take it. You could take Here it. Here comes the guy. Well, well, great. I'm the guy. I was brought to the team so I could get yelled at. <laughs> well, but that, that, great that's goal. needed. But it worked perfectly, yeah, right? right? Yeah. yeah, it worked for that group. Yeah, that's for that's sure. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had a ball. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. I, I would also say that it doesn't feel like as the generations pass, you, you can't necessarily... Uh, coach as hard as no. maybe you did yeah. back in the especially with professionals who are making right. so much more than the coaches. Yeah. But like we're all of generations that we had high school, grade school coaches like they, scream they, at they, us. They yelled oh, at yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. They did. I, I enjoyed that. I liked the challenge, but I could see where some do not right. like the challenge. Yurko, you like the challenge? Yeah. yeah. Well, I like being yelled at. Yeah, if right. You can handle yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I yelled at my whole life. Mm-hmm. When I got pinned my sophomore year, my first match against Rich Central, sure. some kid just flipped me right over his hip and went boom. The, the sound I hit on the mat was unbelievable. <laughs> boom, I got pinned. <laughs> oh, uh, Frankie Kubish, uh, Frank Kubish and Pasternak's father were sitting on the side. They asked me how many ceiling yeah. tiles were up there. How many could you count? How many tiles did you count up there? He goes, you lost to a fish. And I'm like, oh, man. I go, Wow. And then guess what? They were right. I did lose to a fish. Well, what is the what is the year? slang fish? Fish you flopping around like a fish. Yeah. Well, for me, I no was technique. flopping like a fish. But they said he was the fish. Right. I should have been pinning him. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, technique though matters. Yeah. Do you remember gang yelled at as a Absolutely. kid? Absolutely. Like coaches, it was different. Like it was much more. It was much more belittling, right, and much more demeaning. I would say oh, belittling. yeah, no, it was yes. much, much yes. more to the point. Well, there was okay. belittlement. That, much more to the point. You knew when you screwed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, and they made sure everyone else knew that you yeah. knew yeah. that you screwed up. Embarrassment, belittlement. Yeah. However, you want to look at it. that. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. yeah. It definitely was more, I think, when we were young. You either used it to complain to your parents right. or you decided to go outside in the backyard no. and get better. No, yeah. the mistake was never complaining to your parents about it. No. That wasn't the mistake you made. Well, right, but that, no, that was a different era. Yeah, you didn't Today, complain to mom and dad. You complained to mom and dad and mom the coach and, is fired. Right, mom and dad want right? to like, the yeah. know what the hell's wrong with you that you're coming to me complaining what the coach said to you. You knew those kids. Well, I went to a camp once where we, the, like the day, the first day, by the second day, there was a line of cars picking up kids yeah, yeah. because they just couldn't handle Mom. the. It was a wrestling camp, and they just couldn't handle. Oh, they couldn't handle it because like the, dr- the drills we were doing, and like here's the thing though, we had a so someone stole. It was like a it was like a sleepaway camp. It was up at um, it was camp like Northwestern. It was up in Northwestern Rockford, here. and we stayed in the dorms for like four days, and it was like a wrestling camp with their like wrestling coaches and stuff. And someone stole a kid's PlayStation, <laughs> and until that person came forward. We were up at 4 a.m. doing fireman's carries back and forth. Yeah. Doing, yeah. like, it was awful. It was, they, people were dropping like flies. And then the second we got back to the dorms, there was a line at the phone for people yeah. calling their parents to have them come pick up. And they're like, yeah, what, like what are you doing? Do request. Yeah, yeah, come on. What are you doing? You remember the movie Meatballs, right? Of course. Where was Rudy yeah. going? Yeah. Rudy the Rabbit. Where yeah. was he going? He was leaving. He's at the train station. Yeah. The bus station. He wants out of <laughs> he Dodge. Can't do that. He doesn't no. like it. The kids are picking on him. D-O-R. And who finds him? Uh, Our guy, Bill, uh, Bill, Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray finds him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Takes okay. him under his wing. Like Bill Murray. All right. Turned him into a hero. Abdal's guy, Bill Murray. That's right. Well, you don't like him. 
A dude, a dude hangs oh, up on geez. me and tells me to f off and tw- uh, twice in a day. Yeah, he was a jerk. Of, I love yeah. Bill Murray. Not to, not to but me. That's a jerk what are we move. Do? What not are we to me. Do, Him and but there's two guys yeah. that everyone loves that uh, have been complete jerk stores to me. Who's the other one? Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was a, he was oh, a jerk to Adam too. Yeah. yeah, Sebastian. Yeah, these kids. They, all they do is they're on. You know they're on. They're on Twitter. Their phones. They were at the Chipotle with their soy. Chai really Twitter and their vegan Twitch. He would be a friend of Jesse's. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. Not for Jesse to out of nowhere. Well, well, whose show were you booking him for? He was supposed to come on with you guys. No, the story is not us. We didn't see him. Jesse, exactly. No, Jesse booked was, him. Yeah, Jesse I booked him. It was a miscommunication. He was, was supposed to come on with you guys. Something happened, and there was either a conflicting guest or it was like a really big. He, he was supposed to be at the His very number, top of the show. His number wasn't supposed to go to anybody but the person that had it. No, 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 that's, no, Bill no, no that's Bill Murray. That's, that's Bill Murray. Murray. That's Bill Murray. 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 Murray doesn't understand how cell phones work. Yeah, exactly. Um, he thought Cap was just going to call him on the air right? Yeah, with no help. Sebastian Maniscalco... Uh, he, I ended up having to do the interview because he wanted to be on at the top of the show, and there was a conflict or something. There was another guest, or he was, it was booked, like a big Bears and the Day show or something. That he was booked for could not put him on at that time, guys, so the I interview think. was going to happen. It just wasn't yeah, going to happen yeah. at that moment. And so. so I did the interview and told him that we would run it or podcast it, and he did not like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's done. You guys sells out Madison Square Garden. Now, this I mean, was before that. This, is oh, was this, was, yeah. this was the tour where he really blew up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't he quite. Must been, he must have been feeling it, though. Yes. Oh, he oh, was yeah. feeling the power. Was feeling yeah. It. Oh, the he United was... Center was sold out. Yeah. Yeah. He's become big time. <laughs> Good for him. Listen, he was no Bill Burr. So we'll, Bill we'll Burr's just, hilarious. We'll end it there. Bill Burr's, Bill Burr's, Burr's, very yeah. Bill Burr's a man of the people. Uh, He's the best. I, I, know, like I know that we have to go, but quickly, Abdal and I in college, we had our college radio show. Abdal books Bill Burr for us. Bill Burr uh, calls into our college radio show. I think it was like a Thursday night. Yeah, we were right? like, uh, we were like, um, we had a morning show, but it, we recorded everything on the yeah. night before. And we didn't tell we people were we were a college show unless yeah. they asked. It was like so, a cop situation. Yeah, they, it was through WCRI. like Zanies. Yeah. It was like, hey, we're just booking you for the yeah. show in Chicago. He picks up the phone and like kids, within the you? first oh, wow. ten seconds, he goes, "Hey, you guys are college kids, aren't you?" And we're like. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, we are. Uh, sorry to bother you. He's like, no, 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 no. Take your time. I got half an hour. Let me know what That's you need. Awesome. He was like, you guys and got a few minutes? We're like, yeah. He's like, my wife up here in this hotel room. I got to get outside. Yeah, I'm going to go gonna down go, the lobby. I'm going to go down the lobby. I'll call you right back. I'll give you a half an hour. And he was awesome. So he was a nice. uh, mensch. He was I mean, so yeah. nice. He was like basically a nobody at that time yeah, because we were in college in like, uh, what was it? It was like 06 yeah, that when is this amazing. happened. And he's totally blown out. Oh, he's, he's great. great. He's yeah. great. He was a wonderful Couldn't guy. Have been a nicer guy. He's hilarious. He was. He was funny. He I was good. It. So there. He's no Bill Burr. No. He's well, not Bill Burr. Sometimes you get the good for ones. sure. Because yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill Burr's not Italian. <laughs> Bill Murray needs to figure out how <laughs> self phones work. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I agree. That's amazing. How's that a shot at you? <laughs> I don't know. You said something. You're making fun of Maniscalco for being an Italian. She's not. What? You're right. One guy's Italian. The other one's not. Oh, I thought you were taking a shot. Did you we take it into yourself? We got a break. They're yelling. Oh, no, no. Now, now we're leaving you guys on a sour note. No, no, no. no, no, no. We're good. We'll we're recover. Good. Trust me. We got a lot of fun Hall stuff of to fame. talk about. And, and Sal Pal's coming up in like 10 minutes. Yeah, we'll talk, my we'll, pal, your pal, Sal Pal. We'll talk to Sal Pal. He's the best. He he's is on. the best football guest. Love Sal. He's Love great. And he loves Sal. his Eagles and he's wired in. So we'll talk to Sal coming up. And Carmen. then we got some other fun stuff. Carmen and Yurko coming up next. 
listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Always fun cross-talking with uh, the boys with Black and Abdallah when they're in for Greeny. They're going to be in for Greeny again on Friday to wrap the week. We get the crosstalk twice today. Waddle and Sylvie will be down a little bit later, and we'll have some fun with those guys. We're going to talk to Sal Palantonio in about five minutes. Preview Championship Sunday a little, uh, primarily Eagles and 49ers, the NFC title game. And a lot of people want to compare the Eagles' turnaround here in recent years to what the Bears could potentially do. So we'll pick Sal's brain on that. He knows the NFL so well, and he's as plugged in in Philly as just about anybody. We played a little quarterback roulette with the guys earlier. Uh, maybe we'll revisit some of that. I do want to play something that Robert Mays was saying uh, recently with Waddle and Sylvie about uh, how the Packers could potentially trade Aaron Rodgers. Yurko and I struggle to get it because if you look at what the, the data that's publicly available or the financials, I should say, that are public, publicly available. And what's that website? SpotRack? Is that what it's called? Yes, yeah. SpotRack for the salary. They do a pretty good job. I mean, it would appear to us that there's $99 million in dead money on the Packers' books if he's traded in 2023 and I just don't know how you do that I don't know how you could play out the season and be any type of competitive by accounting 99 million dollars for a player that's not going to be on your team it doesn't make sense but um, going back to November Robert Mays had said something to Waddle and Sylvie they played it yesterday before they had him on and it piqued my interest and so we'll revisit some of that we will talk a lot of football today I guess that's my uh overarching point here but i do want to you know talk about the situation with baseball's hall of fame at some point too you know blocks like oh who cares that he was the one who's getting passionate about right, it right. people do care well can't the, have a hall of fame and not right. put anybody in i think it's who cares because he's realized as i have realized that these uh, stooges that run the baseball writers of america that that like run the voting process um they're not going to change you know why they're not going to change because when it was all happening they were sleeping that's what they're doing now. They they're were old. aiding. They were aiding and abetting what was happening back then when everything was going on. You know, all of a sudden, uh, Brett Boone comes in and it looks like Popeye the Sailor Man with he his did. forearms. He did. All of a sudden, people come back with these tremendous metamorphoses, turning from uh, uh, these caterpillars suddenly into beautiful butterflies. They come out all musculared up. They have changed so much. And what were they doing? The keepers of the game. Those that want to be the guardians of the game, that want to protect the numbers and the integrity of the numbers. What were they doing, these reporters, these baseball writers of America? I'm going to tell you. Sleeping at the switch, aiding and abetting what was happening by never taking into question. And when the one guy brought it up, Jose Canseco, what did they do? They blackballed him. They attacked him. They sure did. They went on the attack of Jose Canseco. None more guilty than Dan Patrick. He's a pariah now. None more guilty than Dan Patrick. Really? I don't remember. You don't remember? I don't. Do you remember the question that he asked him? Why would you do this to baseball? No, I don't remember. Yeah, that. in well, the interview, he had Jose the way it Canseco. Works. Yeah, yeah, Canseco turned out to be right all along. Well, uh, mine. What's he doing? What, what are you defending? Who are you defending? Why are you defending the establishment? Don't don't defend the establishment. Never defend the establishment. The, def- uh, the, the establishment is there to always be questioned and yes, doubted, and be challenged. Because usually, because <laughs> usually, their intentions are never pure. Never. Tonight we'll find out who is part of the, who or whom, whatever, Either uh, is way. part of the 2023 class. There's some thought out there that it might consist of one player, and that's the player that was already put in by whatever. I get, The committees confuse me. Whichever committee of 16 voted yeah. for one guy and one guy only back in December, Fred McGriff. Yeah. I don't know what committee that guy. was. Yeah. But the, 
Fred McGriff, that's going to be your Hall of Fame? I mean, How the hell did you come up with say, that? Say it ain't so. The crime dog. So, and now maybe Roland gets in, maybe Helton gets in, maybe Billy Wagner gets in. But I've read a lot yesterday and today speculating that they all potentially come up short and that there's a one-man crew in the summer and it's Fred McGriff from the Tom Amansky videos. That's him. It's, it's ridiculous. 312-332-ESPN if you want to join us. And Fred McGriff was a fine baseball player. Don't get me wrong, but come on, guys. Sal Palantonio will join us next. We'll talk Eagles, 49ers, big picture NFL, sneaking a Bears question or two. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Championship Sunday is upon us. we got uh, three games left in the NFL season. Wow. It's Carmen and York live in the old National Bank State Street studio. Two games to preview, and we're going to spend the entire week doing it. There's been a massive line move in the late game, and I think we can all speculate as to why. There's been very little movement in the first game, and that is the Eagles hosting the 49ers. Now, I did hear in some circles that a few of the books and a few prognosticators had anticipated that uh, if it were going to be an Eagles 49ers matchup, some thought that the Niners might open as the small favorite, Yurko, on the road. But then the Eagles went out and looked like they looked yes. on Saturday night. It was impressive. And they said, nope, I think the Eagles should be the favorite. And that's where we sit right now. Philly laying two and a half against the 49ers. Nobody's uh, plugged in in Philly quite like our friend Sal Palantonio. Few uh, talk about the NFL more intelligently Intelligently. than Sal Palantonio. And he joins Carmen and Yurko now. We figured this is a week we have to have Sal on. Sal, how are you, buddy? I'm great. Thanks for reaching out. You know, I was waiting and waiting and waiting for the call, but I'm glad it came. It it was coming. You knew it. I know, right? So I was like, Carmen Yerko must call it some Must be a new book, a new prognostication, Um, some other thing you want to talk about so you can write about it. That's what what I'm thinking. What a year. I mean, it's been, in all honesty, Sal. I mean, and when they're healthy, uh, and we said this a lot as the season was sort of chugging along, and I had very high hopes and won a few futures positions on the Eagles. Thank you very much. Just because they appeared on paper even going into the season that on talent and on merit, they were about as good as anybody. Now, maybe you had some questions about Jalen Hurts, but he answered all those questions and then some. And I think that's how you get to a 14-3 and campaign hosting the NFC title game. It's no doubt it's been the year of living dangerously with Jalen Hurts. Uh, and then that's the way the season ended. It was such drama and suspense going into the game. Could he throw the ball down the field? Bang, 37-yarder on his first completion, his longest uh, pass completion since Week 10. Would he be a willing participant in the run game? Bang. Mm. He had six design runs in the first half, most in the first half this season. Would he be a willing participant, uh, John, in in in, in the uh, RPOs? And he was... He yep. was that, too. So I, I think he answered the bell. He answered all the questions. And uh, Nick Sirianni, after the game, wisely gave him a chance, gave Jalen Hurts a chance to give us an answer about how he felt in his shoulder. We didn't get any hyperbole from the head coach, which was good. Mm. Yeah. Does this team have the mojo that last team had? They had an air of confidence. Well, I think this team has a different mojo because they're favored. That team was an underdog throughout the playoffs, if you remember. Every single game, including the Super Bowl against Brady, this team has been favored. 
The only game that they weren't favored was at Dallas when they lost, when uh, Hertz was not available to play. That was his first week with the shoulder injury. So this is a different mojo because they are favored. And the vibe around the team and in the city is different from 2017. I was actually talking about that this morning with a, a bunch of the fellas, and we were trying to figure out why things are different. It's a younger crowd, no, no doubt, than 2017, and I think that that is two reasons why. One, in 2017, you didn't have the widespread gambling that you have now, mm. and the gambling is primarily a young crowd. It just is. Guys are, you know, gambling on their phone at the game, gambling at home. Uh, Jersey and the Philly area, like Chicago, like New York, big gambling hotspots. So people are gambling all the time. There's that vibe. And then the social media explosion in the last five years can't be undersold. I mean, oversold. I mean, it's been really amazing how this team has taken over the city. Coming off the Phillies in the World Series, the vibe is definitely different. There's an expectation that this team will definitely beat the Niners. That's interesting. Uh, Sal Palantonio is our guest. It's Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Look, I don't want to uh, like insinuate that this team is uh, bottomed out or anything. I mean, they've had one losing season in the last six years. Um, but I, I, I am interested to know, uh, Sal, like how Howie Roseman's kind of gone about putting this thing together where they're back in this position with the 14-win campaign. They spend years making sure that they've got a stout offensive line. Uh, that probably helps more than anything. But how have they gone about the business of you know flipping a four eleven and one campaign in that COVID uh, season to fourteen and three hosting the NFC title game? You know, Roseman's a killer. I mean, he's absolutely hardcore competitive. I've known him since he joined the team in two thousand, so we're going on a twenty three year relationship. Uh, and I, I speak at his charity event uh, on behalf of. Uh, 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 children who are hospitalized for different illnesses. And I know his family a little bit. And I was at, I'll tell you a story. He was inducted into the Philadelphia Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. And I attended, I went, my wife and I both went. And in the hallway, I said, congratulations to him. And, you know, he was very gracious. And he looked at me and he goes, what I'm really done, of course, Canton. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, he said that, I mean, but you know, this is, Hey, this guy's, he wants, he wants another championship and they know, listen, the bottom line is when you have a quarterback on a rookie deal, right? Yeah. You can, you can wheel and deal and get guys. You can go out and get AJ Brown and pay him a hundred million dollars. You can go out and get Hassan Reddick. You get tuned up on Monday night football, Washington commanders of all teams come in here and run the ball right down your throat. The next day he goes out and gets Linval, Joseph, and Sue, and nobody's been able to run on him since. So he knows he's got a rookie deal on his, uh, on his quarterback, and this window is wide open. And he's also got a, you know, remember now, and you know these guys really well. He's got the core four of Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Lane Johnson, and Jason Kelsey. Three of those four, I think, are Hall of Famers in Canton, in down the road at some point. And he's got those four guys who came off the 2017 Super Bowl 52 win. They're pretty much close to the end. And he got Hurts on a rookie deal. 
you got to cash in right now. It's uh, th- time to cash in. That's exactly right. I mean, the rookie deal is huge. Uh, can the Bears – everybody thinks that, you know, with the situation we have here, Sal, that the Bears should just – Okay, here's the blueprint. Now, that's easier said than done. Do you see any similarities? I mean, they, they've got a rookie quarterback. He's not Jalen Hurts yet, but maybe he can get there? Totally. I really like Justin Fields. First of all, good leader. Second of all, tough. I don't know how coachable he is. I'm not around him. Uh, you got a smart young GM. Uh, you know, you lost a lot of games in a row. Well, how many was it? Half to Ten. like. Ten, there's a lot of games in a row to lose. It's a lot. That is, it's, it's a lot. You know, you got to overcome that somehow, some way. I don't know how you do that. Who you bring in, uh, you know, the trade of, uh, of the linebacker to the Ravens was a, obviously a big deal. Yeah. There's no question about that because, you know, Roquan got all that money out of Baltimore now, and, you know, he was a total difference in whether – I mean, Baltimore, <laughs> with Tyler Huntley, they almost beat the Bengals. I know. Out loud. I know. I mean, with Tyler Huntley, with that defense – I mean, that's, I don't understand why, to me, this is a sidebar parentheses here. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Harbaugh is fooling around with the whole Lamar Jackson situation. Honestly. You got, well, they did offer him, listen, they did offer him a big contract. He rejected it outright, did he not? He did. Okay, okay. but though, my point is you got a chance. I mean, listen, they were top three in points allowed. They're a top three defense in Baltimore. Top right. three. Right. Yeah. Jets are a top three defense. I know these Probably teams need quarterbacks. Yeah. They got the Jets are a top three defense. I know. So I mean, so I'm looking at the Bears, and they're not a top three defense. No, they're not. Yeah, no, they're not. But you do have a young quarterback still on a rookie deal, and you got a smart GM, and you got a team that, oh by the way, wants to build a new stadium. Uh, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you got to do. You got to do something in the next couple of years. So uh, it sounds like confidence is high. That's what you were saying. This team, uh, for them, it's uh, it's Super Bowl or bust. They've got all the parts for it, Sal. I guess uh, as long as the the injury thing, you know, it doesn't come back to hurt him here. And you pointed out how good Jalen Hurts looked. I, I would ask you real quick about a guy you did mention and who is so important to everything they do offensively in that line. I mean, Lane Johnson, you got to give the guy credit. He's playing with a, a groin that needs surgery when the season's over. That can't be pleasant. That can't be fun. Can he hold up for two more games? Well, gosh, you know for certain, I mean, how bad it is. Oof. Gosh, it's, it's terrible. Sports I mean, he's got, a torn, he's got a torn abductor, okay, in his right leg. It's That's brutal. brutal. I saw him after the game on the field. I had just interviewed Hassan Reddit for Sports Center, And Lane Johnson was interviewed by the NFL Network. And he stopped before he went into the locker room, and I just said hi to him for a few seconds. I looked at him, and I said, how are you feeling, man? Mm. He just went through mm. He goes, you know, I'm pretty good. It was tight. I loosened up a little bit. I'm looking at him like, geez. <laughs> it's crazy. you got to be joking me. I mean, you just played 60 minutes of football with a torn abductor. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, I mean, listen, I, if you didn't ask me this question, but I'll answer it anyway. I think the Bengals are the best team remaining. Mm. I think the only team that can beat the Bengals is the Eagles. I think they roll through the 49ers. I think they roll through the Kansas City Chiefs. I think you're right about the line moving. I mean, you know, but to tell you the truth, they may be better off with Henny than Mahomes uh, at quarterback because at least Henny can move. Did you see the way Luan Ramo was throwing corners yes. and safeties at yes. Josh Allen in his face? Yep. I mean, and that Josh Allen can move. He's one of the best moving quarterbacks we have in the National Football League. I know. If Patrick Mahomes can't get out of the way of that, 
That's a good point, man. He's a sitting duck. We've seen Patrick uh, Mahomes as a sitting duck in the Super Bowl. It doesn't it work. It doesn't well. work. And Anna Rumo's a master. Sal's right. I mean, and, and they got creative again, and they used it to. to uh, By the way, to how cruise. come nobody's talking about Lou Anna Romo he, for a head coaching job? We talked never about it yesterday. Well, though. but I don't think you ever hear him for right. being co- head coach. But we talked about oh, it. Yesterday. He, he's awesome. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's awesome. Lane Johnson played 96% of the snaps with the torn groin. Yep. I mean, he's unbelievable. Some of these guys are just, they're different Look cats. Look torn abductor. Look up that muscle. It's I mean, crazy. it's insane. 96% of the snaps. I mean, it's crazy. not for nothing. I'd have a hard time going from the kitchen to the bedroom. <laughs> Me too. I would too. I'd have a hard time so, getting off the pot. Sal, if they, uh, <laughs> if they make the Super Bowl, we'll talk to you the week of, okay? Yeah, I would love it. That'd uh, be great. Thanks for yeah, that. You know, so. Call your old friends once in a while. Uh, wait, please, you know it. We, we love you. We see you every Sunday, <laughs> kid. We, we do. smile. Thanks, Sal. See you. See you, buddy. There's Sal Palantonio. Uh, he says the confidence is high, yeah, and Sal feels pretty good. He thinks well, they're going to just tell you. He said Chad Henney's a better option for the I, Kansas City uh, Chiefs than he is. Yurko we talked said it about yesterday, it yesterday and, I was and like, you laughed at me. I did. I said, no, I'd rather have Patrick Mahomes. The, the Anarumo, like, might... I don't know. All right, let's talk about that. You yep. want to discuss it a yep. little bit? Yep. And is it trending that way, folks? Is that why we're seeing this? Like, does Vegas know something right now? The line move has been huge. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Of course, they're playing it close to the vest in KC. Uh, all Andy Reid will say is, oh, yeah, his ankle's doing fine. Not his ankle, Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Doing fine. Yeah. Chad Henney has attempted nine passes this year, including the seven that he attempted. He completed five of them against Jayville when he had to come in for a little bit there towards the end of the first half for Patrick Mahomes. The touchdown drive was impressive, as we've talked about. Played 31 snaps on offense this year. 31 all season long. He is 37 years old. Who's bar- He's barely played. What happened Saturday, backup just comes in, doesn't think much, go in, boom. Backup that's got to prepare all week at 37 that barely plays, that's got to go play Lou Anamumo's defense is a different animal. But Yurko still thinks, and he said it in our meeting yesterday, I was like, no way. You said a healthy Chad Henney is better is better than a 70% Patrick Mahomes. 100%. And I'm going to tell you why. Most guys, when they're at 100%, they're unstoppable. Patrick Mahomes is. I, I'd even say if it was 90, 85%, it'd be better to have 100% Chad Henney. Really? Well, what makes Mahomes a difference maker, and they ran a highlight of all the plays where he's running, he's, he's out of the pocket, He's scrambling. He's throwing the ball underhanded. He's flipping it forward with his left hand. He's doing all the craziest. The, the, the legs, the feet allow him. His healthy ankle allows him to get into a place where he can go ahead and make a play like that. Without that mobility, and you've already seen it once. Oh, right. you saw you, it the other you, night. You, well, not even the other night. You oh, saw you mean it, in the Super Bowl? Yes. The yeah. Where he couldn't, you know, he wasn't as active as he could be. It was bad. And you saw the way it limited it, and the Kansas City Chiefs ended up losing. You're right. Okay? It was so bad. So you've already seen it. And this one looks worse. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. At this point, at some point, I go, listen, it's Henny. Mm. Up until the point Patrick Mahomes can come back healthy. And all all that's going to help now is time. 
Time and rehab. Time and rehab. Time mm-hmm. treatment. 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 Round the clock. Treatment. Do they yeah. do round the clock treatment? Well, I mean, at as some point, you got to let the leg rest. You know Is that right? Saying? Yeah. Can't be irritating it all the time. Is that right? So the minute they irritate it, it's called like milk in the ankle. You know, but things got to heal. Well, your car's looking at me, milk in the ankle. Yeah. You get it up, you get it elevated, and you got to get swelling out. You got to yeah. get swelling into lymph nodes. Lymph nodes mm. then carry it up to the waste system. The waste system gets rid of it. Mm. That's what you got to do. You're not going to feel good until all that swelling is out of there. Yeah. But then the injury still has to heal. And there's nothing you can do to make that thing heal a little bit better unless you go into a hyperbaric chamber. You think they're doing and that? They, oh, they're doing yeah. that. Yeah. He's spending some time in a hyperbaric oh, chamber yeah. trying to get this thing right. But... What does that do to your swelling when you go into a hyperbaric chamber? I don't know. What does, does it, it do? bring it back? I don't know. What does it, it make do? Make it a little stiffer. You tell you me. You have to go in there with a little bit of a wrap. That way, it doesn't. You know. Well, what does airline pressure do to to you? It makes it yeah, swell, right? It makes it swell. That's true. Yeah. So, what does airline pressure do when you're in a thing? So that's what I'd worry about there. But listen, they're going to do everything they can to get him back. But if not, I'm telling the team it's Chad Henny, boys. It's the way it's going to go. They don't have a ton of film on it, and then I'm taking my shots. Because I, I expect Cincinnati to clamp down, try to get tough, try to get close. Then I'm double moving them to death, try to hit a couple big plays early. And cu- oh, just put a little yeah, panic yeah. of doubt, put a little doubt in Cincinnati's brain that all of a sudden Henny hit us for two big ones early and we're chasing 14-3 to three or 14-7. to seven. I think Cincinnati's good enough to recover, but you're going to be on the road. It doesn't seem to bother Cincinnati. No. It doesn't bother They keep Cincinnati, going on the road but, and winning games. Right? Yeah. I texted Furman, Todd Furman, who will join us in two days. Remember, Todd joins us every Thursday. Yes, he does. Uh, you would have been, uh, you would have loved it last Thursday because he, they just they had not settled on a best NFL bet. He gave us a hockey game that night and a soccer game, like in the Copa something or other. I don't know. He Copa hit, Del Rey. Yeah, I think he hit he hit the hockey the, game the, for the, sure. The Super Copa. He might have hit them both. I don't know. You would have loved it, York. He was like, "Too bad Yorko's not here. Where do you hear these plays?" He said, uh, first wave was real sharp. Anything with Bengals is a dog and advantage teasers. Doesn't take much now to keep pushing it if groups are hoping for a three. Um, sort of maybe looking to buy it back then a little bit. But And it, it did seem that uh, public money and the sharp money immediately upon open started driving that price down and started driving that number down on Sunday. I told you yesterday that opened at KC minus three and that thing was gone poof like a fart in the wind, as uh, the good warden would say. Well, he's not a very good warden. He's an evil warden. But that, that's how quickly that was gone because yeah. the sharps that are looking at those monitors constantly, these professional groups here just waiting to hit it when they saw that. And I'm not surprised, and had I seen it, I might have too. By the time I looked, it was gone. It was one and a half. I'm like, well, I missed it already. Uh, it was that quick. Uh, Bengals getting three was like, boom. The Sharps were all over that. And now it has just continued to push it and push it to where it's flipped. The Bengals are a favorite, and very easily at some point here in the next day or two could get out to laying the field goal, and maybe there's some buyback at that point. So uh, I guess what Todd is saying, it's not so much that there's anything like – there's there's sharp money or there's word that Mahomes isn't going to play. It's just more in how people immediately started gravitating towards the Bengals as the dog. And we told you how impressive the numbers are. Bengals as a dog since the start of last season, try 12-3 and three against the number. That's insane. It's Carmen and Yurko. We're back in two minutes.